So my friends, today we have the story of Bartimaeus, uh, the blind man who receives his sight. And now the context of this story is that uh, Jesus is leaving Jericho and he's on his way to Jerusalem, right? We're getting toward the end of the gospel. In fact, this is the last story before Palm Sunday in Mark's gospel, right? So this is pretty much, this is the end. And Jesus is passing by. And there may not be another chance, right? This is Bartimaeus's one chance. Sitting outside Jericho, he hears that something is going on. And again, we're maybe only a couple weeks from the end of Jesus' life, if not just, you know, within a few days of his triumphal entry, entrance into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And this uh, right now can be a, a reminder to us that it's, it's never too late to start. When we have our chance to reach out to the Lord, to encounter Jesus, we have to do it now, today. This is our one chance. There may not, Bartimaeus would not have been able to even find Jesus probably. He had his spot outside Jericho. And Jesus is passing by. And this is the chance. And so what do we hear Bartimaeus does? Three, three specific things. First, he cries out in a loud voice, Jesus, son of David, have, we read pity, but it's mercy. Have mercy on me. Kyrie eleison, right? Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy on me. He cries out for Jesus. He cries out for mercy. And we, I mean, I was listening to a meditation this morning that um, say, you know, a mass, and look, we have, right? Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ. Imagine it was like, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy, right? Have mercy. He cries out for mercy. Um, and even when the crowd rebukes him, Right? The crowd says, stop! Be quiet! You're going to bother her. You are bothering everyone. Not you're going to. You're already bothering everyone. Stop it! Be quiet! He still cries out all the more! Even louder! No one's going to stop him from crying out. Lord, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, it's interesting about the crowd... Because when then Jesus calls them, they're like, all right, let's go, come on, be courageous, right? There is enemy rebuking him first, and then Jesus calls them, and they're like his best friend, which could teach us, forget about the crowd. Forget about what people are saying when we need to cry out to the Lord for mercy. Whether they're rebuking us or encouraging us, this is a moment between us and Jesus. And then Bartimaeus, when he goes to Jesus, Jesus says, what do you want me to do? He, this is our second point, he knows what to ask for. It's like, what do you want me to do? I, I don't know. I didn't think I'd get this far, right? I don't really know. No. What do you want me to do? Domine ud videam. Lord, that I may see. He knows exactly what to ask for. And he asks for it in just two words. Ut videam. Keep it short and simple. That I may see. It takes us four words in, in English to, um, to get it. But just these two words. That I may see. He wants, he's asking big. And we too in our encounter with Jesus, we need to ask big. We need to ask for, we, we need to know what we really need and we need to really ask for it. Ask big. And then the third point about what Bartimaeus does is in the in-between there. Because when Jesus calls him, there's a little detail here that we may miss. But he threw aside his cloak and he sprang up. And went to Jesus. Now, he's blind, and there's a big crowd. 
And that cloak is probably one of the only possessions he has. And he throws it aside, casting off the safety net. He's never going to find it again. If this doesn't go well with Jesus, that cloak is, that's his only, that's probably his, his home, right? That's his only shelter. It's, he, he can't go earn another one. He can't work. But he throws off the cloak. There's no going back. This isn't a half measure. Like, okay, Jesus, I'll be right there. Let me just gather up my stuff and I'll come on my way. No, he throws off his cloak and he springs up and he runs to Jesus, not holding anything back. Take going all the way. No half measures. Going all the way to Jesus. Now, I think that this is actually a good gospel to apply to some of what we talked about last week uh, with the pastoral plan for our city. Uh, and in particular, um, what we need to do to address that, right? This is, our, this is our chance. This is our chance in our city in this time to really address some of, some of the needs um, that we have, to really position ourselves to, um, to proclaim the gospel. And we're just, we can't, we have to decide, and it has been decided, but we as the, the parishes involved have to decide that we're not going to just kick the can down the road and let this be someone else's problem. This is our chance. Um, this is our chance to respond to Jesus. Right now, our chance. Also, um, that we need, and one of the, the, the major kind of uh, inciting incident for, for everything that's happening is, is the demographic winter we're in, both with people in the pews, uh, less numbers in our pews, but also the incredible decline in priests, as I mentioned last week. 42 being replaced by 8. And so this is our chance for a resurgence in priestly vocations. This is the moment. If anyone's on the fence and they're wondering, should I be a priest? I don't know. The answer, if God is calling, and he is calling many, many, then the answer is like, yes, get off the bench, everyone on the field. And have we actually cried out to God? In the midst of, of everything that's happening in our city and the vocation picture for our archdiocese, like, have we actually cried out to God? Or have we been like, you know, if you don't mind, like, we'll just, whatever you can do. Like, no, Lord, have mercy on us. Look at what's happening to the church in our area. Look at the needs of people that we just can't meet. There's simply just not enough priests to go around to provide for the sacramental needs of our people. Our churches are emptying at an alarming rate. Oh, whatever, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work, right? That's what I've been saying. I've been saying a lot this last week. Like, Father Casey, how are we going to do all that? We'll make it work, right? What are we going to do? Lord, have mercy on us. Jesus, look, if ever there's someone in need, Lord, have mercy on us. We need to spread the gospel. We're going to be going through some difficult changes in our city. Lord, have mercy on us. We need many, many, Many new priests. I mean, I, I talked to Monsignor Shanley, who's the personnel director for the diocese frequently, uh, and particularly going through everything that we're going to be going through. And um, just listening to, like, every day, there's just a new need that arises, right? And there's just some, and there's just not the resources to fill it. And it should, for every Catholic in our archdiocese, it should spring up from deep within. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. We need help, and we need it now. Lord, have mercy on us. 
And then, do we know what to ask for? Yes. Do we really know what we need? We want faith that many more people may come to know you, Lord Jesus. We want faith. We want conversions. We should want it to be that our churches are full. And there's no question about which ones we can use and which ones we're not going to use and all of that. Every single one of them should be full. And we need priests. We desperately need priests. We need many good, holy priests to answer the call of the Lord. And it's not going to be an immediate, you know, aid. A young man who enters a seminary September of next year, because that's what it's an academic year calendar, won't be a priest for at the earliest, if he already has a college degree and everything goes well, six and a half years from right now, is someone who says, yeah, I'm interested in considering that today. Like the people I'm meeting with as vocation director in these weeks, at the earliest, six and a half years. If they don't have a college degree, we're talking eight and a half years from right now. Eight and a half years from right now for help to arrive. Lord, have mercy, but we need it. We need it now. We need more people to say yes right now. We need young men who are going to answer the Lord's call with courage. That's the right response. Lord, this is what we need. Not, well, Jesus, I just, I just don't want things to change for me, right? That's not the right answer. Oh, you know what? Whatever. Just as long as, you know, what I've heard a lot in every single place I've visited, and I'm going to be visiting them in the coming week, oh, as long as my mask doesn't change, you can do whatever you want with everyone else, right? That's not the right response. The right response is, Jesus, have mercy on us. We want faith, conversions, priests. This is what we need, Lord. That's the response. That's what we need to ask our Lord. And then as well, we need to learn from Bartimaeus that we're not going to keep a safety net behind. We're going to do this right. We're not going to take half measures. All the changes we'll be going through in our city in the coming months and year, whatever it looks like, we can't, if we just decide we're going to take half measures and we're just going to keep our safety net and we're just going to try to make it so that eh, there's not, look, we, we can't change everything day one, but let's just keep it so we can do as little as possible and then someone else can deal with it in five or 10 years or 15 years or whatever it is, in one or two years, who knows? No. We need to be willing to go all in. No safety net. Spring up. Run to Jesus. He's the one who will help us. He's the one who will give us everything we need. But if we decide that we're going to be territorial in just keeping our little piece back, our thing, our safety net, what we are comfortable with, that cloak that we wrap around us because we are comfortable and we are safe and it's known, it's a known entity, we need to be willing, and we need to ask our brothers and sisters in all the other parishes involved to be willing to throw that aside, our comfort, our safety, our security. And it's a difficult thing. It's something that many of us may not be able to do. But we need to ask for that grace, to follow Bartimaeus' example, to throw that aside. That's going to come after. Look, once he's got his sight back from Jesus, he doesn't need that same old cloak. He's got a new security because he's in the arms of our Lord Jesus. He's following Jesus on the way. And so we need to be willing to take those bold actions. And as difficult as it may be to toss aside, to, to let go of what's keeping us safe and comfortable, 
We need to take these steps forward for the greater growth of faith in our own lives, in our families, and in our city. Similarly with vocations to the priesthood. We need to pray that the young men that God is calling, even from our parish, to answer his call, have the courage to not keep the safety net, and I'm just going to keep my options open, but to answer God's call, to throw aside um, what's keeping them comfortable, and to boldly set out following our Lord. We need to pray that those young men have that zeal and courage, that willingness to spring up and follow our Lord and answer his call to the holy priesthood. And this is something that we, we need from our own parish, not in a couple years, not someone else's family, not someone else, but no, those who God calls, whoever they may be, from whatever family, um, whatever area of our parish and our diocese, um, to spring up and boldly answer the call. Just a closing detail. We hear that immediate Jesus says, go on your way. Your faith has saved you. And that when Bartimaeus receives his sight, which way did he go? He followed Jesus on the way. And so as we have this encounter with the Lord, as we're willing, if we're willing to take the steps that Bartimaeus took, then ultimately we'll be poised and strengthened and able to follow Jesus on the way. His way becomes our way. He becomes our security. He becomes the light for our eyes and the path for our feet, right? Jesus is the one that we follow. And so Bartimaeus has this encounter, this one chance encounter with the Lord. And in whatever way the Lord is calling us and encouraging us and inviting us to have that chance encounter, we ask for the grace to, to answer the call, to follow him boldly, courageously, knowing that following him on the way is going to lead to Jerusalem and the cross, but ultimately to the glory of the resurrection.